Welcome to the Dr. Renee Sunday Show, where it's not too late to shine. We bring you transformative information for small business owners, entrepreneurial insight, wisdom, and secrets to aid you to be seen, be heard, and get paid, to catapult your life to more impact, success, and freedom. Now, please welcome your host, the platform builder herself, Dr. Renee Sunday. Podcast. I know you're ready for another amazing experience because you know I always say if we can get information, we actually can now have our awareness and then we can actually go to the next step and, and make a change, okay? <laughs> but I got a first thing that I'm doing something that's not right, okay? Or wrong, right or wrong, okay? But we want to just say thank you so much for joining us. I want to stop and say thank you for believing in us. Thank you for downloading the podcast over on iTunes, taking us out on YouTube. You know what I want to say? We're seeing the ah, – I love it. Sunday.com and, of course, supporting us on social media as well. We say thank you, thank you for believing in us, and guess what? We believe in you, okay? We do, we do, we do, we do. <laughs> you know, we're going to get into it. You know, we always have a powerhouse that's with us. And you know this time is not going to change. You know, the saying you've heard people say that everyone has a story, everyone has a purpose, everyone has a reason they're born. You know, of course, that's true. So we're going to actually really get it from the one-on-one, okay? We're going to get it from someone that actually helps other people birth that. Because we do have a story, but we got to get it organized, we got to get it together, we got to do it, right? So we actually have the <laughs> amazing woman, young woman, that's actually with us here today, Ms. Beverly jones Dar, and she actually is a writing concierge. I love that. So just, just concierge me, okay? What I need, I need to get it, okay? And she also has this amazing nonprofit, 501c3 nonprofit, that actually the name of it is Every Child Has a Story. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? I mean, she just really takes care of us at the at the child's age. And then, of course, when we, you know, write our story again as we are adults. So we got to get it, too. We can't delay. I'm, I'm going to be quiet. We want to work and work with the other day. Beverly goes on to the Dr. Renee Sunday podcast. Are you there? Yes, I am here, Dr. Renee, and thank you for having me. <laughs> well, let's dive into this because I only kind of took the iceberg. Kind of tell us a little bit more about yourself and the amazing things that's going on in your life. Okay. Well, you know, everybody wants to know what it is that God has out there for them to do and what journey you should be taking. And Lord knows I have been on several journeys. I've been on the wrong track a couple of times, and it didn't go anywhere. But I feel like right now, if someone said, who are you in the name of God, I can honestly say that I'm a person who helps children build self-esteem and confidence through writing programs, speaking programs, entrepreneurship, journalism, and I do the same thing for adults because every child, regardless of their age, has a Story that God has gifted them to share with the world is part of living our life experiences. And we're not the only one who experienced these things. And I like to say, especially to the, the grown-ups, that there is somebody hanging on by that last strand waiting to hear 
that they are not alone, that this problem they're struggling with and trying to go through has also happened to someone else, and they were ma- they managed to go through it and were successful in sharing their story. So I believe all of what I do has to do with the fact that I was brought up writing. I had journals given to me from the time I was nine years old by my wonderful favorite aunt, Aunt Vera, and I used to write all the time. My mother said that I was always writing and rarely talking. That really wasn't true, but that's what she saw. Because today I have 87 journals that I maintain, and I have a couple beautiful ones I bought that I've not written into. That's for future stories within my life. But because I love to write and I love to read, I just I kind of came upon the fact that other people are out there just like me that maybe were afraid to speak what they were feeling, what they were going through, but they wrote it in their journals until they grew in such a way that the journal wasn't big enough for their dreams and their thoughts, and that now was the time that God had created them, strengthened them, grew them for, to share that beautiful story, even the ups and downs with the world, because we're all human and we are not perfect, and trust me, there are so many people out there, even children, who need to be reminded that you do not have to fear failure if you look at failure as a lesson learned, and that there's always somebody who needs to hear what you have to say. So that basically is who I am in a bubble, and it is what I've been doing for the past 10 years since I retired from working for the federal government. And I am in love with what I do. <laughs> I just love it. I just love it. Now let's go back a little bit because what, 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 you know, what we're saying is so true that, you know, everyone has, a, a, of course, a journey, a story. But, but what are you saying to someone that, because there can be two extremes to this thing. They could say they're too young and, you know, they think that they're not experienced as others. And then you may get a whole other extreme that someone say, I'm, you know, I missed my opportunity to, to actually get my story out and, you know, in voice or even print. You know, oh, I'm too old for this. I hear some people say, what would you say to them of that? Because, you know, their story is still, still powerful and still transformational for others. Well, for those people who think that, you know, the person is too young, um, there's a way to get their story out. I normally I work with children ages seven and up, and even uh, five-year-olds can tell a story. I started doing um, tag team story hour with my grandchildren, and that's where you start a story on your own, and you tag somebody to add to the story. And it goes around, it's like a red robin, it goes around the table until we've completed this amazing story. Trick is, you record it. And the people around the room are now authors, and they didn't know it. There is no age limit on telling a story. Children have an immaculate imagination. They actually do. They come here that way. And they'll talk about things that we don't expect them to talk about the spirit world and angels and things like that. And that's their story at that time in their life. 
Now let's just fast forward to somebody who's like 64, and I am 64. And some people might say, oh, she's too old to be writing books. I have written 29 books. My last book I wrote last year during the time when uh, God led me to pour my heart out because I was going through uh, breast cancer. And I personally didn't want to go through it by myself, but I also wanted to be as transparent to other women as I possibly could because black women especially don't talk about medical issues. They don't even tell family members about their medical issues. And here I am thinking I'm the first woman in my family to be diagnosed with triple negative breast cancer only to find out I had three aunts who died from breast cancer. You see, so I didn't want, I said, that has to stop and it has to stop with me. So God helped me to write this book. But it can't just be about breast cancer. It has to be about trials, tribulations, the peaks and valleys of everybody's life. And so I wrote the book in a way where I started out with a story which might even sound tragic. And I showed you how, with the help of God, I flipped that story and turned it into something that I could learn from and move move forward in gratitude for. And there are at least five or six different stories in the book like that. And cancer definitely was one of those things. I, I learned a lot from cancer. Cancer is a very patient teacher. And I learned a lot about things I've said to people that I wasn't necessarily following myself, like you should live each day as if it's your last. Quit playing around and planning. Stop planning because when you plan, God laughs. You don't know what you're going to be able to do tomorrow. You need to take advantage of the things in your mind and your heart today because time is not on our side. It is not our friend. And only God knows when that day will come for you. So you need to learn to use it and then push fear out of the way because fear stops you from doing a whole lot of things that you, you, you could be doing if you just jumped out on faith. God will catch you. You have to believe that when you jump, he's there. So everybody, regardless of age, can write a book, and everybody has to understand that it's not too late. If you're, so, if you're at an age where you don't know computers, you can actually find apps on phones, and you can speak your story and that story can be transcribed and sent to me, your publisher, to edit in an email. There are so many ways to get your story out. That's why I call myself a concierge because I look for those ways. And so when you say, I can't type, you don't need to type. You can talk. You can talk. Uh-huh. And if you just don't want to use that and you just got a tape recorder, old-fashioned tape, I'll take that because I can listen to that and have that transcribed for hardly anything. There's a way to get that story out. Truth is you don't want to die with your story in you. You really don't. People need to hear it. That is so powerful. Oh, I love that. I love that. And then the thing that she did, ladies and gentlemen, she's giving different options. Because we know we have an excuse and we'll say, oh, I don't want to sit down and write. She even told you how you could actually do that. Without, you you know, because all of us got a cell phone, okay, all of us. <laughs> Even a little mm-hmm. girl got a cell phone, so we could actually do that. And, and, and the great thing that, that she doesn't leave you, you know, to 
help along in this. She actually walks you through this. So that is just a whole other level of compassion and dedication for, for on your site, uh, Beverly, to actually assist people to get their story out. I love stories. Um, when I was a little girl, I used to be sitting at the foot of my ancestors listening to them tell these older stories, and they were amazing. I am a storyteller for my family, and so I love listening to other people's stories, especially people who are older than me. I love listening to what happened to them during their life and the things they did. Those stories are amazing, and I think that's, I won't say addiction, but I think that's my biggest attraction because I believe that some of the life lessons that I have still to learn are in the stories of other people. And so that's why I want to help them pull those stories out in a way that makes it easy for them and then publish their book on Amazon so that they can say, I have a published book on Amazon. And that, 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 that right there is such a huge conscious and self-esteem booster because it's not something that they had ever planned. It's not something that they ever thought about. And when you are a child and you are a published author, last year we published seven children ages, I think, nine through 14. This year we're supposed to be, we got 12 kids writing. We're probably going to have, by the deadline, at least seven ready to be published by the end of the year. So everybody's publishing, and everybody has to understand that what you have to say is important. Maybe not to everybody listening, but there's that one individual in the back that God placed within your sight to get your book, to read your story, to give them the strength to move past whatever adversities they have. Mm, that's good. That's good. And, and especially nowadays with so much going on with shifting and changing, we really need your story inside because – if you just help one person, which I know you're going to help more than that, <laughs> you know, that old song they used to sing is, then your living won't be in vain. The thing about it is you're going to uh, really help and transform so many people's lives that you, you won't even be able to phantom the impact that it actually is going to do. Right, right family, that's the thing about it. We're going to realize that it's, you know, it's a global thing, not just a thing that's in your neighborhood. <laughs> right, right. Right. It is important to me that um, I know that God, when he birthed me, birthed me with a lot of gifts. I still don't know all of them, but as he unwraps them in front of me, I do intend to use, use each and every one. I have a purpose here. God placed me here to do certain things, and I'm trying to build a legacy in which my family can be proud of, but more, more than that, that my father in heaven can be proud of. I want to use everything he, I want to use me up so that once I am gone, he will say, well done. I want to talk about this, if it's okay, <clears throat> Beverly, uh, because a lot of people go through, you know, all of us go through, you know, they say mishap challenges, you know, um, disappointments. And, and, and you said, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you Caught it when she was talking earlier. She talked about her cancer journey, and and um, you know my mom went through the same journey. You know my thing was bullying and poverty. You know everybody has a different mm-hmm. thing. 
what, what, what kind of, I know you've done it so wonderfully, but if somebody's right now, because, you know, the thing about it, we can be on that edge and don't know we're on the edge. Well, what kind of advice that you, you know, that you can share of how we can get through the day? Because, see, that's the thing about it. A lot of times we, we try to, and it's okay to do goals, but sometimes we have concerns or mishaps just for today. Yeah, life is like that. You have to count on, you almost have to plan and create some type of a contingency plan for when things start to go off balance. And I to be honest with you, I say that now, but I didn't when I got breast cancer. I had started my nonprofit organization and I basically was doing a lot of the work myself and I enjoyed working with kids while I was the teacher and I was teaching all the classes and working with the kids, and then, bam, I got diagnosed with triple negative breast cancer. And it was quite aggressive. And one of the things the oncologist said was after surgery, when we do chemo, you can't be around children, nor can you be around them when we do radiation. And we're talking like nine months of stuff. And that, that was, like, devastating to me. But I remember God said, you started something that you need to finish. And I didn't know what he meant at the time, but I had to, I'm sitting at my computer one day just sort of scrolling through the school, and I realized I had started an online school, an online academy that I had not completed. There were no video directions. There were no lectures. Some of the, the lesson plans were incomplete. I spent that whole time in chemo and radiation building up that online platform. And then COVID-19 hit, and everything had to be online. And I was in the perfect position without realizing that's where I was headed. But, you know, God knows everything. And I was, I'm happy that I was being dutiful. But I say when you have issues, I might have made cancer look like it was just so easy. But, honey, let me tell you, I fell out a couple of times. I, I cried a couple of times. I lost my mind a few times. Shoot, I fell out in the grocery store fainted in the grocery store, which was extremely embarrassing because every time my husband would go to the grocery store, they'd say, how's your wife doing? And I was like, oh, my God, I can never go back to Publix <laughs> because now I'm, now I'm that woman who fainted in public. Everybody knew me. But it's hard, and don't play like it's not going to be hard. Ride through the hard. Do what the people tell you to do, understanding that, you need to have a group of people that you can talk to. I have my sisters in my triple negative breast cancer group who are amazing because every one of them have experienced what I've experienced. I had God, and I prayed all the time. The nurses were exceptional. My doctors were amazing, and they were all Christian doctors. Thank you, Jesus. And so it was a rough road. Chemo was a beast. But if you understand that how it was at the beginning because I was scared going through all of that and I look back over it now and I look at myself today and I say I'm a born warrior me and God worked hard together he worked hard on me and I fought cancer now it does have a a five-year recurrence rate so I'm being cautious and I'm getting my checks done like I'm supposed to but if it comes back, it comes back. I still got God. I oh, remember him telling God. me once I was in the MRI machine, and you know how loud that machine can be? Mm-hmm. I'm laying up in the MRI machine, and I'm, like, you know, talking to Jesus. 
And all of a sudden, the thing went quiet, and I heard this voice say, why are you afraid of cancer? And I'm thinking to myself, are they talking to me? That's not something they would normally ask me while I'm in here. And I didn't answer, and the voice said, I didn't tell you you were going to die from cancer. Cancer isn't going to take you out, so stop being afraid. I realized I was talking to my father that he had interacted with me in the MRI machine because there was no sound. The only sound I heard was his voice. And then the table rolled out, and I remember thinking, are we done? I just went in. She says, baby, you've been in there for 45 minutes. Mm. I skipped all the way to my car because God told me cancel. Cancer was not taking me out that time. So, hey, I stopped being afraid. It was the most amazing experience of my entire life. So even if you have a struggle, just don't give up. There's there's something on the other end of that struggle. And as soon as you close that door, reach for the new one that is going to open for you. But take your life lessons that you learned from the struggle with you because you're going to need them, because there's going to be another struggle. And as long as you understand that, you can move through life fearlessly, knowing that God is on the other side of that door. I just love that. Girl, you just said, <laughs> oh, Lord, oh, Lord, I could talk to you all day and night. And that's just very motivational, inspirational. What you said. But it's true. It's true, ladies and gentlemen. This time goes by so quickly here. Do us a favor, Beverly. Uh, if anything else you wanted to address, and then of course after that, let us know how we can, you know, get your products and services, and how we can actually, you know, support your you and the things you do, and also in regards of social media as well. Okay. Uh, the only thing I really want to leave you with is we're not perfect people. We're perfectly imperfect individuals. Our life is our journey. Keep your ears open to hear what God has to say. Keep your eyes open to see the people and the things that he is placing in front of you. And understand that just because it's in front of you doesn't mean you've earned it yet. You still have to grow. It's like putting on shoes that are too big. You've got to grow into them. Just keep focusing on the Father in heaven. That's what he wants, and trust me, that's what everybody needs. If you want to reach out to me, I have a couple of websites. Um, my nonprofit is everychildhasastory.org, uh, writersconcierge.com. And if you're interested in purchasing my book, Perfectly Imperfect, My Life, My Journey, you can find it at bit.me forward slash bevbook, B-E-V-S-B-O-O-K. And I'm on Facebook. I don't do those other things because I have way too much stuff to do. And it's under Beverly Jones there, so I'm very easy to find. <laughs> well, we just thank you, first of all, for being in your purpose. And this, we also thank you, Beverly, for taking time out your busy schedule to be here with us at the Dr. Renee Sunday Podcast. If you need us for anything, please, please don't hesitate to contact us. I sure won't. I know how to reach out to you. Thank you, Renee. <laughs> I love it. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, I just love it. I got, oh, she just always lighting me up, and I love it. You, you know, you got to be around people that's 
that, you know, not, what they say, I think Pastor Cliff O'Donnell says, don't tolerate you, they celebrate you. And she really celebrates you. <laughs> oh, I love it. You know, we have to do that. It does take the whole village. Come on. It does take the whole village, okay? If you want to be a guest here on the Dr. Renee Sunday podcast, you know how to do it. Go to our website, ReneeSunday.com, or DM us on any of the social media platforms. We really want to celebrate you as well. We want you to know that you do have a purpose. You do have a calling. We all have to do three things. We have to believe, we have to trust, and we have to walk it out, okay? One more thing my team is telling me is, you know, we have the different magazines, okay? We got the Good Deeds magazine, we got the Caregiver magazine, and we have the magazine that represents each one of the, you know, one of the states in the United States. So that that's coming out state by state. So contact me if you want to be a part of that because it's all about the people, okay? It's all about the people. So we got to, that's what the magazine is celebrating, actually, that's what it is, celebrating the people that's in that city. So somebody in, 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 in California may need the services that you need, but you don't even know about them. So we're going to actually be doing that, okay? Same website, ReneeSunday.com. So you got to don't stop now. you got to get it, get it. And what are you getting? You're getting your purpose, and you're getting your purpose now. I am Dr. Renee Sunday, the platform builder. Thank you so much for joining us on the Dr. Renee Sunday Show podcast. We'll see you next time. Woo! Bye-bye.